Class is in session. Your most unconventional class. She talks all things, all subjects. It's the interdisciplinary podcast, hosted by your favorite doctor. This is what's the say with Doctor Kimbray. Hey everyone, today is a great day, and I'm not saying it's just a great day because it's hump day. I'm saying it's a great day because we are about to adore you with some amazing gems. And I mean some gems that are coming from the wonderful guests that I have with us today, episode three, guest number three. Uh, we are going to give it to the people, as my guest says today. Her name is Miss Mrs. Chisa. Penix Brown, MBA, by the way. How you doing, Miss Chisa, today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for being um, a wonderful host already and allowing me to have a platform to be able to talk about all the great things about business and to be able to just help everybody blossom a little bit. So thanks so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, honey, she does not know how much I look up to her. <laughs> I, she is my idol. I don't know if I could say that in, in the spiritual realm, but I could say it out here on my show today. She is something else. I really look up to her. She, you, you go to her website, you'll be stuck on that website like you get stuck on Facebook or Instagram. She has so <laughs> much, so many layers and levels, and I am beyond excited and thankful to have her on the show today with us. This is What's the Say with Dr. Kim Ray. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, so I want to get right in, and I want to share with you how it, how special this guest is today. Um, firstly, you know, we have so much in common and I have only had men on my show so far. And, oh. you know, we, you and me, Chisa, we are, we are women empowered. Like we love women and we, we have, we both have nonprofits that are women mm -hmm. organizations, which yep. I'll get into that with you a little bit later. But um, I think it, you know, from us being, we love fashion. We mm -hmm. love marketing and entertaining, and yep. we love business consulting and our clients. So I think it's just so cool to have someone, a like-minded individual on my show with me today. I'm just so excited. Uh, and, and finally, a woman. So no, no pun to my men, but uh, let's turn it up a notch and show them what we got today. Uh, so specifically, though, um, we are both passionate about women and mm -hmm. business and our nonprofit. So share a little bit about your nonprofit. It's the Real Glow Getters, isn't it? Definitely. So Fair Real that. Glow Getters, um, we started it because the whole motto of it is to help women start, stay, and slay in business. And what I saw was, you know, I teach. So I've been teaching for, I don't know, maybe almost 10 years now, helping people start and maintain their businesses. And I focus really on marketing and social media. And what I came across was there are plenty of women-owned businesses out there, but oftentimes, and this is a problem, not uh -huh. you don't have this problem and I don't have this problem, but <laughs> women are scared to like toot their own horn. Mm. And so that's one of the things where I'm just like, if you do not tell somebody how great you are, they'll never know. And wow. so oftentimes we get scared to like, oh, well, we want to celebrate something. And I just, I'm like, no, you should celebrate something. Even if it's a little teeny weeny win, celebrate that little win because there are big ones that are coming after that. So it's a membership based organization. People pay on an annual basis. And then what they do is they get the coaching. We do photos and um, uh, we definitely do training. So uh -huh. we do in-person trainings now because 
because of COVID, we're not doing in-person trainings now, but then we do our things online. And oh. so basically it allows women the opportunity. One of the biggest things that we saw that was a problem was yes. um, there were so many women that wanted to come to classes and they wanted to network, but nobody was doing things on the weekends. Mm. So we started doing our stuff on Saturdays and Sundays, okay. which would then help accommodate more of our members. Because my biggest thing in business is if you see that there's something missing, yes. that's where you have to fill in that hole. Absolutely. So we did our stuff on the weekends and then we've been able to see all of the women that have been, you know, members have definitely flourished in what they've done. Um, the ones that definitely pay the most attention and do the things, that's what I call yes. it. So you do the things that we say, do the things, and then uh -huh. you'll see that your business grows. And yes. so what I've been able to see is um, more opportunities for like public relation things for them, um, making sure that they got on television, making sure that, you know, the news wrote about them, um, those mm -hmm. kind of things, because those opportunities were kind of far and few in between, or we had some members that were scared mm -hmm. to like get in front of the camera. So I think that this has been able to help like really enhance everybody's business. And so, um, you know, what we want to do is just keep it really localized to North Carolina, because what happens is, and I've seen this and you can tell me if you've seen the same thing. Uh -huh. Sometimes when you have women's organizations, people want to get big and they want to build so many chapters. Mm. And I think that that can be great. And I think it can be in all of the states and all of the rest of that. And it sounds great. But then the, whoever the originator of it was loses control sometimes. Yeah. And you never know what other people's intentions are. Yeah. So we wanted to keep it localized to North Carolina as far as like our in-person events. Yes. Um, and then and you, you travel know, all expands. over the state. Yeah. And I, oh yeah. Yeah. All over. Definitely. Yeah. But it's not to say that we couldn't do things in other states. It's yes. just that people have asked us, well, why don't you have chapters? Well, because it was meant to be really more localized. Could it grow and be bigger than that later on? Yes. But I think that sometimes when things grow too big, yes. too fast, you just lose control. Absolutely. So if we can maintain, and then it gives us that personalized thing yes. that a lot of some of the larger organizations don't really have because you don't know everybody's life. You don't right. know some of the things that they've been through. And so it, and what it developed into... <laughs> They say it all the time, something mm -hmm. that I did not intend. And they say it's kind of like a sisterhood. And I'm just like, that's not what I was going for. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. want to make this a sorority. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like that. But our thing is, listen, do you have something that's going on with business? Let's talk about that. Ooh. How can we help you grow that thing? You know, and not to say that we don't care about your personal life. Sure. But we're not here to like do a highway cleanup yeah. we're here to say, and I'm, I'm just being honest with certain things, right? I love it. That's not what we're here to do. Yes. And we're here to make sure that we spend with each other and that we send other people to these people that are members of the organization. So that's how we run real glow getters. And it's been successful yeah. um, over the last year going into year two. So we see that it will grow again, but we're just, um, you know, everybody that's in the organization has gone through the same thing with COVID just at different degrees absolutely you know and so you know i've even been a part of your glow getters uh one of your events i was a panelist yep. and so yes. that that was super exciting for me but i want to share with the people a little bit about how you and i know each other so i originally met you in greensboro when i was working for a community college yeah um and um you know i we we did some community work in mm -hmm. in you know together and we became you know it, it, I think initially it, it was an instant connection because of mm -hmm. so many things that we have in common. And maybe it's just me. Maybe you don't feel the same way. But I, I personally felt like an instant connection with you, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, um, you know, I kind of like just wanted to stay friends with you forever. I've moved to Florida now, but, you know, um, we're still in communication. And yeah. hopefully one day we can we can do some some 
powerful things because we are so like-minded. But so I want to ask you, how did you, so you have like 20 years of business coaching, consulting experience, mm-hmm. social media, um, insight experience and community outreach, of course. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you get into, um, this, this sort of thing, this business coaching. And, you know, I know you have your MBA, yeah. but, but, but tell me how you got into being that entrepreneur that you apparently were born with that spirit. And you know what? And that's it. That's it. Because I never really wanted to work for somebody else. That was really the biggest thing. Like I would look at like my parents or their parents or people beforehand and look at like people that retire from places. Yeah. And I can never really see myself being that person. Uh-huh. Um, so that was one thing. I don't really work well with authority figures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, like people just telling me what to do now, mind you. And I want to be clear. I can follow a good leader. That's a totally different thing than a person feeling like that um, they have something over you or like you can't do something else because of a job. And so even, even in like certain things with your clients, you can make those choices and you can decide on who you work with. So I always wanted to do that. And then it just transitioned from me graduating from college. I went to Elon university. um, Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got out of school, I started managing poets that transitioned into a whole bunch of different things, but I always wanted to be in control of whatever I did. So the coaching thing started because I, I actually went through a program that was at North Carolina A&T and I just knew that I could do, I don't want to say a better job, but some of the facilitators, I knew I could do a better job. So then that's where I started. And I keep telling people all the time, A&T was my first client. Um, So my first check that I ever got came from North Carolina A&T. Wow. And so, yeah, right. Organization to get your first check. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it cashed. So, you know, we put it in the bank and then it was (laughs) from, from then on. And I think the biggest thing was, with business coaching, the problem, and this is just what I see now, people want to tell you what to do. And I don't have yes. a problem with that. I like telling people what to do, but you have to listen to people first in order to see what they should do, because it's no cookie cutter way to tell everybody the same exact thing that's going to fit them. It's just not. So what I do is listen to the person and I can always tell that it's, it's certain people you can give a little bit more. You can put a little bit more of a load on them. Sure. Other people, you might can give them one or two things and they're already overwhelmed. Yes. But you, you can kind of see that. So it's more of a discernment and really looking to see what each individual person needs because it's great to give blanket information, which yes. is what I see a lot of people do. But you know in your heart, if this person's a procrastinator, it's things that they're not going to do. So sure. you can't give them stuff that's a right. year down the line. Yeah. You just need to give them stuff that has more deadlines to it. So Absolutely. No people by their strengths. That, exactly. So mm-hmm. just listening and just, um, and then taking that and saying, okay, well, where do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Because what I've learned is there are certain people that I wanted to take certain places and they sure. weren't ready and they weren't ready. So you can't want somebody else to do better for themselves than they want to do for themselves. Right. And to me, that was the biggest lesson that I've learned. And mm-hmm. that's why I just listen. And then I'm able to help people grow based on what they want they to do, tell you. not what I want them to do sure. or even what I see for them. I'm like, girl, yeah. I see you could do such and such. Yeah. And then it's just like, sometimes they're like, I don't, I don't see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. 
And if you keep working with them, though, then they get ready for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I mean, it's some some people, like even one of my clients, it's taken her a year. But now she has no problem getting on TV. Last year, she was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and now she's like, yes, we're the TV opportunities. So <laughs> you might have to just work with people. Uh-huh. I love that. Okay. So listen, I know you also are the number one small business uh, facilitator in right. North Carolina now. So I got to give you credit for that. But listen. Yes. But I want to, we go, we're going to talk about that too, but you mm -hmm. also are going to, I want you to also talk about how you are the first black woman owned podcast studio in the state of North Carolina. Which is where I'm at right now. So we're in my studio right now and What's the studio is, is now Pod Biz Studios. Mm. Um, and so what happened was I, I wanted to start a podcast for a long time. So it was like, okay, well, what do you do? What's the equipment? Figuring all of that out. And then there was a podcast studio that was already started prior to me starting this. So I was a little bit upset because I felt like somebody kind of beat me to the punch. Mm. And I just want to give this as advice to somebody. Yeah. If you feel like you want to start something, go ahead and start the something. You don't have to have everything together, but if you don't start it, you're going to be mad when somebody else does start it. And That's you don't right. have to know the person, mm -hmm. but then you're sitting there like, well, God, you, you just did my idea. idea. And it's like ideas come a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. It's the execution Fusion. that makes a big difference. Say it. So what's crazy is the actual engineer that I have, Mr. Robert Green, okay. he was actually the engineer for the other studio that I oh. went to and I recorded some stuff at. And uh -huh. we even worked together and I taught for them and everything. Uh -huh. And then it just ended up working out well. But see, this is what I've learned also. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to drop these little yeah. lessons yeah. in here when we talk about business. Let people do what they do well. You do not need to micromanage people. You need to just see what the person's gift is and let that person do that thing. And then this way you're not blocking their creativity. So mm -hmm. Robert comes up with all kinds of ideas and stuff that he wants to do all the time. And I'm just <laughs> like, yes, Robert, Robert's sitting right over there right now. I'm like, yes, Robert, let's do that. Right. And he's just like, well, I see this. Well, let's go shoot here. And I'm like, yeah, because not only are we a podcast studio, but we also do things mobily. We have all awesome. of the video technology. So if people come into the podcast studio, they can record audibly so that this way they'll have their podcast. And then he goes ahead and he puts it together with the intro and outro and all of that and make sure that the sound is great. Um, but like they can sit on the couch and they can record and they can actually have a video the same way we're doing today. Um, if they wanted to do something like we're doing and do a webinar, they could definitely do that as well. And we can record all of this. And then we also work with a whole bunch of photographers where if a person wanted to have like a professional photo shoot that goes along with it so everything meshes. Oh yeah, you gotta have the whole a whole brand right yes. so we believe in making sure that this way you maximize your time so when people Wonderful. pay a membership then they get three hours a month and then they go ahead and they record so wow. it's just kind of making it a one-stop shop because if you can reduce the barrier to entry where the person doesn't have to learn yeah. all of the stuff yeah. all you need to do is come in and sit down and talk Ooh. and that, now that you makes have life so much thing. easier than what i'm doing over here <laughs> I need, I need podcast you need a pod in, right in Florida? No, we can't come to Florida. Y'all got all the COVID. Hey, maybe I have to open a franchise then over here. Listen, you know what? That would be amazing. Like, I would love to get it to the point where it could be a franchise. That would be something that I would now, that, that would, you would be like. something I would do. That yes. I would definitely yes. do. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know what? But I just believe that, you know, work with what you have. Yeah. And, you know, I always say to people, like, if you're not doing what you need to do now, yes. how do you expect to get something bigger? So you mm -hmm. got to start out small yeah. and it's no point in trying to get a big gigantic place just to say that you have it. Our studio can fit. I mean, I guess if you were like trying to really fit everybody, if, if it was maximum capacity, we have four, um, 
tables at four chairs at the desk where we have like a like round table with all of the mics. Okay. You probably fit three people on this couch and okay. then we have two desks. So that's, what's that? That's four or five. Okay. So now we, up to, I think we're up to, the, you could probably fit 10, 10 people comfortably based on the space that we have in here, but we've never had 10 people in here at one time. You okay. Know? So, Cause that's a lot for one show. You could have 10 people though. If you have the 10 mics and the interface or something yeah. like that to connect it all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you actually could. Yeah, because we have enough cameras and lights and all of the rest of that stuff in here to be able to wow. do that capacity-wise, but we've never had that many people in here at one time. So what we usually do is we'll record for a day and just yes. record a whole bunch of content, yes. and then this way you're done and you're good to go. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, okay, I want to I wanna keep going then because now you heard everything now so far, guys. So she's already been uh, – she's got a nonprofit called the Glow Getters and, and the Real Glow Getters. Mm -hmm. And they are really – if you just heard what she just said about that organization, it's just so unique and so creative and so different from any other nonprofit, women empowerment. Even mine mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. completely different from what she is uh, up to over there. And now she's, you know, also talking about her podcast studio that she's opened up she's she's the, the was the first black woman in North Carolina um and she she also guys I mentioned a few minutes ago she is the number one small business facilitator in the state and yes. I know that for a fact as well because I've seen her facilitate and she is the number one truth she is the truth <laughs> how did you how did you start um you know I know you were an entrepreneur we talked about you being an entrepreneur yeah. as well which I just failed to mention again mm -hmm. but um you know how you know how did you end up finding this you know this environment or where you how did you cultivate you know the ability to to um be everywhere you are everywhere you know what because um I think that when you have a goal, it makes it much easier for you to have something that you say, let's work toward this thing. So what I do usually is challenge myself like every year for my birthday to accomplish something new, something grand. Uh -huh. And I thought about, okay, so if I'm going to teach you know, all right, then I want to take over this area that I'm at first, the triad. Mm -hmm. Then I said, okay, I want to go outside the triad. And then I want to take over, you know, a region. And so then I was like, well, you know, instead of doing that, why don't we just take over the state? So I made it a point to build relationships with the people that I knew were in power positions. Um, and so for me, I just say, well, look, look at where the people are mm -hmm. and then put something together, propose it, and then go ahead. But let me tell you what honestly worked the best. Sure. It, it was um I went and I taught for free so I went to a summit well well more of a conference it's uh -huh. more of a conference kind of thing where I knew that the decision makers would be and I taught for free and I did that um maybe five mm, three times three times probably three times okay but the, it's like every six months sure. so what happened was then I met more people and I met more people but wow. every time that I went I went with a goal yes. of getting a certain amount of contracts yeah and so every time I always met my goal and then I just kept exceeding that and so now it's 58 small business in the center and in, in, in the state and I probably teach for about 30 of them um and it's you know and the thing is you can't be everywhere technically yeah but the biggest difference is now because everybody's using in the webinars I literally can be everywhere yeah your your calendar is booked I tried it's to ridiculous. get a little appointment with you and I was like okay wait a minute where can I fit in 
Fit in, fit in. I but had I did to, I had to call you here. on the personal line and be Listen, like, hold on. <laughs> put it in there. Put it in there, though. But see, the thing is, too, like, you have to be organized. So I know you know you want to talk about, like, just the organization and structural organization. You can't run a business if everything in the background is all jumbled up. And I don't right mean, on. like, you just messy. Because, like, I keep a desk that's a little out of control every now and then. <laughs> but you know where to find stuff? That's not the type organized of thing I'm confusion. talking about. <laughs> yeah, but see, I know where stuff is, right? But you still have to have the things in place because then when people call you and say, can you do such and such, you got to go crazy looking through a whole bunch of calendars. Like I spend a lot of time making sure that the calendar is okay and that I yeah. can allocate my time. Right. And I also plan in downtime in my calendar because you can just work, 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 and then be tired. And then you're no good to anybody else or you get sick because yes. you work so much. So for me, it is being organized, but also having the things that I know that people want. And so one thing that I do is I always plan new classes. Mm. So if you keep listening and you keep mm -hmm. paying attention to what people want and technology keeps moving the way yeah. that it is, it's always going to be something new. So I just put up two, well, wrote up, but four new classes that I can teach because you have to look at what's happening in the trends. And I believe that you have to sometimes tell people what they want, even though they don't know that they want it. Yet. Sure. Absolutely. You know, so I think mean, about it like Juneteenth though, right? Oh, Juneteenth yeah. has been around forever. Now all of a sudden everybody want to be Juneteenth and want to celebrate. <laughs> Side eye. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but you had to tell them that they yes. wanted to celebrate Juneteenth yes. because yes. they've been so used to celebrating Fourth of July. Right so it's like you sometimes tell people that they need this thing and then mm -hmm. they'll believe that they need it and then they'll pay you for the thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So how do you, how do you, so I know like I, I'm, I watch your, your Facebook, your, you have a COVID series that you uh -huh. created right when, you know, we, we went on lockdown. Yeah. And I thought that was just so incredible how you just instantly thought, okay, well, I'm going to pivot over here because yep. this is what the people need. Yep. And so, but how do you come up with content every day? It's like, you can just talk, honey. And I thought Listen. I could talk, honey, you got me. Let me tell you something. The people's president, not ours, but the people's president will give you content every day. I mean, like when COVID hit, um, I knew that I wanted to focus on my people that were in business because if you close a business, what's going to happen to them? But then I, I had a lot of friends that were teachers, um, a lot of people that had kids. So there was always something to talk about every day because every day there was something new. So yeah. I might go on on Monday and tell you, well, this is available. And then by Wednesday, that thing is sold out or it's not available or where you can go and get things. And so then sometimes people would send me things too. Yeah. Like I'll get a whole bunch of things in a DM or people will email me stuff and be like, well, did you know about this? And so my thing was, okay, when I first started doing it, it was no group. But mm -hmm. then I said, well, look, it'd be better if we have a group because then everybody can kind of coalesce all the information into one place. So the group is on Facebook. It's free. People just go ahead and they join and then they can put in content that's relevant. But what we don't do is we don't put anything that's more like a political thing. Mm -hmm. And even though I understand what's happening in the climate right now, as far as like a thing like Black Lives Matter, I just try to keep it things that are strictly Corona content. Okay. So if it's something that is affecting, and I had somebody ask me, well, why are you not putting Black Lives Matter? It's not that I don't believe in Black Lives Matter. I do, definitely. Yes. But in that, we're only talking about the things that are Corona-based. So when you talk about this in relation to... Um, you know, like just uh, something that's happening right now where businesses are closing yeah. or 
like where we're at in North Carolina and now everything is mandatory where you have to wear masks, right? Sure. I saw that. Um, that's, that well, that's starting, that just started a few days ago, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so when you look at that and you say, well, these are things that are happening, it's literally something happening every day. They're updating you every day, telling you what's going on with death tolls and yeah. things closing. Right. And, and then you take into consideration all of the businesses that are either closing or going or bankrupt. Yeah. It's, this is the, how could you not find content yeah. to talk about? So I like that make it because that exactly make it, keep it positive. Right. And, and that's a good thing because you are still preaching, you know, the good book, the good mm-hmm. word rather, and the good news. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean uh, religious stuff when I say that. I mean the good news about mm-hmm. business and mm-hmm. how to be successful. And, you know, um, you know, you, you keep in mind that your business is to help people's business, right? Or, and amongst the other stuff you do, but I mean that in that arena that we're talking about right now, as far as you're, you're, you're talking about content that you come up with every day, Mm -hmm. but it's always aligned to what the content is supposed to be about. So they're not mixing up, you know, your, 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 your viewers, they know they're coming to your show to view Corona content, like what's happening with, businesses and things as it relates by the impact of coronavirus or COVID-19. So I think that's, that's incredible. And and it leads me to my discussion that I want us to really talk about as we Mm -hmm. um, finish out this, this part, you know, of our, of our chat, you know, I want to, I want to tell the people that you have this incredible book. This Mm -hmm. book has, has, been out about a year or so or two years or so and it's called actually, the four years three she, years she, wow. no, she's, she's four years old now she's oh my god four years old now wow time um, is moving it's but it's the 90 day moving. focus for success mm-hmm. yep, and so focus, tell us what's going what's a, what's in the book what is the book about so the book is for all of my procrastinators <laughs> the book is for everybody who cannot get focused and needs a plan is for people to understand because I have it written where it's eight life focus areas. And so when you start to think about it, no matter what you're doing, you can't focus on everything all at one time. But in order for you to get where you got to go, you need some type of goal, like I said, something to achieve. And then you need to prioritize the things that make the most amount of sense. So it's about that. It's also about saving money. It's about being prepared when people ask you for things and making sure you have stuff in place because they will ask you and then you need to, like I said, have the things ready. So if somebody were to say right now, well, Chisa, we would love to interview you for CNN. I'd be like, yes. Okay. What's the date and what's the time? Let's get it. (laughs) Like it would be that simple. And then they'd say, okay, well, do you have your bio? Yep. Let me go ahead and mm-hmm. send it over to you. Do you have fresh pictures? Yep, just yeah. took some today. Like it would, it would, it would always be something where I don't try to don't get caught slipping. That's pretty oh, much yeah. what it is. And then I have a chapter in here called "Say It With Your Chest." Okay, and that's there because sometimes people you want to ask things and then they just they want to they want to be very um vague about what they need and it's just like you know if you're asking somebody for something tell them what you need and then either it's a yes or no Mm. but be prepared for that thing and then also know that sometimes no's are there to redirect you so it gives you all of this so whether you are a person that is at a job and you decide that you want to leave i believe the entrepreneurship could be for everybody not is but could be for everybody because some people need to go to work okay oh yeah people do some people are not set out for this lifestyle Mm -hmm. but if you 
you decided that you wanted to transition, it's there. I've had people buy it for their kids that are in college to get their kids focused. I've mm -hmm. had people that definitely, like I said, that want to transition from a job, people that are retiring, and then they're like, well, what am I going to do with retirement? So yeah. it's meant for every 90 days for you to really adjust your focus and see what you need to do to achieve the next thing. So um, it, it, it's, it's, it makes money every month. Um, yeah. People buy it. People love it. And it's written journal style too, so that you can write Ooh, inside of the book. Really so, so when you look at that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, just like something like this, when it says in the next 90 days, I need to say yes to. What do you need to say yes to in the next 90 days? Yeah. You know, when you start thinking about things like that, it's kind of like, well, let me put it in perspective because it's really easy for some people to say no, mm -hmm. but you know, are you saying no to the wrong things? Mm. Or are you saying yes to the right things? Mm -hmm. You know, so it gives you that insight. And it's mm -hmm. really more so like I think of a personal journey yeah. for you to really get yourself together because you can be accountable to you. You're the only person that can make you happy. Yes, I love that. I love that. So, you know, so in essence, um, you may not be business consulting in the book per se, but but uh, but you yourself as an individual, mm -hmm. as uh, and not just you, Chisa, but all of us as human beings, we are all a business, if you will, right? We all are yeah. branding ourselves and we all, whether we work for a business or we have our own business, we're still a business in, in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. and we want to be successful. And so part of being successful successful is having your own individual life together first, mm -hmm. right? Like you say, you, you put downtime on your calendar because you want to be able to be healthy and yep. have your mind clear so that you can be a good, uh, consultant to your clients. Yeah. You know, so, um, what area of expertise in business consulting, Chisa, um, would you say is like your, the forefront of what you do? Cause you, and I both have a lot of talents and we mm -hmm. do a lot of things, but, um, you know, when you do your business consulting, what's your like thing thing? Like what's your top and, and maybe it's one or two things, or maybe, you know, you can go down, you know, from top to, you know, like marketing or yeah. branding, you know what I mean? So the biggest thing is marketing, but specifically social media, because most of the people that come to me want to learn how to do something or how to do it better. Like they may have it, but then they want to improve it. Um, okay. And then the next thing is really the startup of business. And so when I look at that, um, a lot of the people that come to me, they want to start something yes. and then they just want to get their ideas together on how to do that. Um, now, my preference is people yes. that are already in business okay. that want to grow it. That's uh -huh. the, that's the sweet spot. So when, and, and I'm just answering it based on the way that you asked as far yeah. as consulting goes, because it depends on where I'm doing consulting. If I'm doing it for my company individually and you come to pay me, then I don't want a brand new person. Okay. And I don't want a brand new person because I want a person who's really involved and really is like, look, I'm making this amount of money, but I want to make more. That's right. really my but if I'm counseling and I'm doing it for like the schools and things, because North Carolina now has this program that's um, reboot, rebuild, recover. And mm -hmm. so um, then that is, you know, a thing where I'm working with clients based on the, who the school is sending. And okay. so the thing that's great about that is you get all walks of life of people. So you get to use all of those skill sets in there, but it's like, I'm not an accountant. So you, you go to the accountant for that. I'm not a yes. lawyer. So yes. go to the lawyer for those things. Yes. Um, and then if you had certain types of companies, it may be certain types that don't work well with me. So then I would always recommend you to somebody else that I think that that would be better. Like if you had a manufacturing company, yeah. that's probably not my area of expertise 
piece sure. because I've never done manufacturing, uh -huh. right? But then if you come to me and you say, okay, well, I have um, clothing, I have um, nonprofits because I work with a lot of nonprofits, mm -hmm. um, anything that's in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. If you say, and even I have plenty of people that are doing like cleaning businesses now, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that are artists, that are creatives. Mm -hmm. So those mm -hmm. would be the kind of people that are probably yeah. best for me. Yeah. Um, but I definitely can help anybody start something yes. because that's the biggest thing. And I think that people get so scared of like not knowing the rules and regulations and that's where the problem is at so if you know what to do then it's on you to not do it but yes. if you know what to do and then you go and you follow through i love those people the follow Absolutely. through people yeah listen people oh there's a, those are marvelous yes. oh yes yes <laughs> i love i love being a good a good uh i call it a good patient when i'm when yeah. i'm you know being consulted and the same thing i feel that as you do when i'm on the consulting side so i totally get it oh, yeah. um so, so as we close out of a few things, I do want to, I want to capture from you before we okay. go, because I know we talked about this amazing book, the 90 day focus for success. And, um, you all need to cop that book immediately is available on Amazon and also her website, lady business, which I will have down below for you. Um, but in addition, Chisa, uh, do you have any, any, you know, because we've got great listeners, we've got great viewers, um, both on the audio and the, the video podcast on YouTube and um, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, Google, Google Podcasts, um, what I miss, tune in. And um, so we want to basically make sure that we talk to all of these people and, and mm -hmm. give them something, give it to the people like give you Give it say. to the people, yeah. <laughs> That's her saying, y'all. I kind of just stole it for the day just as I'm talking to her but so so tell us is are there any tips or anything that is current right now that is hot right now that you've been seeing a lot like you say you mm -hmm. kind of like you like to give what you think people need that's mm -hmm. current and 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 just what's in the in the headlines right now about what people need you know can you share with anything as it relates to to like business and, and definitely organizations thriving and surviving Definitely. So I would definitely say that if you are looking right now to start a business or even to grow a business, you have to have a great online presence. And so that means having a website that's functional. Hopefully, if you have a product to sell that's e-commerce enabled. Um, the so things when, you, that I'm, when you say a website, um, uh -huh. how, what are some websites that they can go to to create a website on their own? Or, you know, if we're thinking oh, okay. about like a small business, like how, how you know, startup, they don't have a lot of money maybe, or maybe they've gotten a, a business loan and they do have some money you know how can uh -huh. they get on how can they create a website any any uh so I have a whole class on that that's an easy thing to tell you to just come to one of the classes for that um, but what I would say is my site is on a company called Zipster um, they're based in North Carolina it's a woman-owned business small business and um, you know it is an investment if you're gonna have a website on a monthly basis but having something that's functional and mm. taking into consideration Your that you can even amazing. have thank you you can even have a one-page website you can even use MailChimp and create a one-page website but oh. we need somewhere to go Yes. We need a place to go. You can even use Google and create a free website if you have Google My Business. So okay. there are plenty of places where you can go and do something for free, but just take into consideration that there is a trade-off when you have free in comparison to something that you're paying for. Absolutely. So what I like to say is using kind of like an acronym, what it looked like, right? So when you say what it looked like, when you go there and it looked like trash, then it looks like I shouldn't pay you a whole lot of money. If it looks like 
you know, uh, yeah, then it's like, do you really expect that I'm going to spend that kind yeah. of money? You it's know, like so the moment of truth, your first impression. Sketchy. Yeah, and some of those sites look sketchy. So you want to have something that's going to look good, that's going to represent you because Absolutely. that's exactly what it's there for. If you're not there and your website is the only thing that people can see, is that the image that you want them to see? Mm -hmm. So um, I would say that would be one of them. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would say for existing businesses is start selling gift cards. Mm -hmm. That would be a huge thing. You can go to squareup.com and you can okay. start selling gift cards on there. Um, and then I would say for anybody that wants to teach, start either teaching webinars or possibly even creating some type of online platform that people can come and get that knowledge because people buy knowledge. Yes. If you haven't learned that by now, and just seeing like the transition. And I'm not just talking about traditional college. I'm talking about right. just learning a skill. Oh, how yeah. to do one thing. You to me. What's I'm the all on one it. thing that you're good at? Teach that one thing. Because that's something that can gain you money into perpetuity. So whether you do it live or you pre-record it, do something that you can teach somebody else. And if you know the old saying, each one teach one. Yeah. It's a real thing of making money. It's teaching other people how to do something. Okay. Not giving them the secret sauce. Okay. Because you are the secret sauce. Oh. All right. But teaching them how to do something that you already know how to do. And in that, you know what? You have to be not afraid of somebody else competing with you. Mm, like I teach Say all that the time. again for the people in the back. Look, they'll be afraid of them competing <laughs> with you. Listen, I know that I could teach somebody how to do something. And if they decided that they wanted to go and try to do the exact same thing, they could. They'll never be me. Yeah, so I right. can't. I can't worry about, oh my God, is somebody, and I had this person say, well, do you think they were just on your webinar just to try to take your stuff? They might've been, okay? And guess what? They got it because I gave it to the people. But if you take into consideration how much I'm telling you, what mm -hmm. am I not telling you to? Yes. Like you got to think about yes. it like that. You never tell everybody everything. Yeah. Right? So you give them enough to get mm -hmm. started. And so when you look at that, those are the things that I would say that anybody can do because you have some discernible skill yes. that somebody doesn't know how to do. And the simplest things people are making money off of. That's right. I see it every day on YouTube. Yeah, every day. But real quick, I cut you off on social media. Tell the people mm -hmm. a little bit about like what they need with social media. They need to be, you know, on there. They need to have what what accounts, what platforms do they need to be on, and so forth. Okay. Well, I think it just depends on what your audience is. But I'm a heavy Instagram user. Um, I like Instagram, and it pulls yeah. in more people for me. Um, but Facebook, the people on Facebook love me, but that's because they're closer in proximity, so they know you a little bit more. Like they've actually probably come to classes, or they've seen me, or been events and stuff like sure. that so it's a more close-knit community on there yes. and then the people that follow on instagram are a lot more like i saw you somewhere else yes so if you take into consideration the explore page that's on instagram uh -huh. when they're going by or just think about like what you like when you go and you keep scrolling mm -hmm. what makes you stop on a picture mm -hmm. when you see those things that's the type of stuff that you can then utilize in your business in order to help it grow a lot of people Ooh. like twitter but twitter is very um fast pace. Yeah. So if you're not going to pay attention on a regular yeah. basis, Twitter's not going to be yeah. a thing for you. Right. So find your happy place mm. in social media. And, um, and this is the biggest thing. Social media is wonderful. I love it. Okay. But if you don't have a website that's going to pull in some money, mm. I see people with fans, 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 mm -hmm. likes, 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 mm -hmm. zero dollars. Yes. Stop playing. I'd rather have, I got 1500 and yes. change. We're trying to get the 1600 on right. my page, but my page makes money every day. Oh, but yeah. it makes money every day because of the value that I'm being able to give. And so even if, and this is what I tell people, even if you see me, that something that's free that you can come to, which I try to make 95% of my stuff free, Absolutely. You, you know do. that I'm getting paid. I'm not just doing it for free 
just to be doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is a business. So um, use it, but use it to make money. If you can get those people off of the social media to your website, to buy something, to download something, that's the bigger thing. It doesn't matter how many fans you have if you can't monetize those fans. I know that's right. Because likes don't go into the bank account. No, they don't. Let me deposit these likes. I got some likes to deposit. Not even cryptocurrency, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No bitcoins. Uh-uh, no. No bitcoins, no nothing. No savings bonds, no IRAs, no 401ks. Likes don't deposit in any of that stuff. So you can like it if you want to, but can I get a check? Can I get a direct deposit? Is there a I know, that's right. Does yes. it fold, okay? Does it have a wrapped net account number on the bottom? Those are the things that we need to know. Those are the things that are important. I know that's right. I love it. I love it. Well, she definitely gave it to my people today. I have to say that on What's the Say with Dr. Kim Ray. I had Chisa, Mrs. Chisa Brown, uh, Penix Brown, excuse me, MBA extraordinaire. She is got her book, uh, 90, 90 Day Focus, uh, Your Action Plan for Success. And that is available on Amazon. And she is also the number one small business facilitator in North Carolina and also the first black woman to have a podcast studio in the state of North Carolina. I'm telling you, we just got it today, y'all. We got some gems dropped on us. And I hope you are adorned with all of these beautiful gems that she dropped on you today. Thank you so much, Mrs. Chisa. We thank you. Yes, Dr. Kim Ray. No, I appreciate it. Definitely. I'm here for it. So yeah, um, just, you know what the biggest thing is? I just want to tell you that I appreciate you for even having a platform like this. So um, keep doing what you're doing. And I do want to say something. God makes no mistakes. Three is my favorite number. Three is my line number. Three is the God number. So I'm glad to be guest number three and to be the first woman that's on this show. So God didn't make any mistakes with that. So thank you for letting me be a three like I am. I appreciate that so much. Say it, sister. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Take care now. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.